You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 94 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I am so excited for this episode for a couple of reasons. First, this is my first solo episode. That is right. I'm almost at 100 episodes, and this is my first time I'm doing one by myself. You know, I just love interviewing people and learning from them. So that is my natural style. But since I became a travel agent this year, I wanted to start incorporating more travel episodes. So I haven't quite figured out what that will look like yet, but stay tuned because you will start seeing more of them. And they might be by myself and they might be interviewing someone about a recent trip they took. For example, an episode that I'm going to have coming out soon is with a friend of mine who did Adventures by Disney to Italy. And so you might be thinking, what is Adventures by Disney? I don't even know. Well, if you don't know what it is and you're interested, then you won't want to miss that episode. So the best way to not miss an episode is to subscribe to mominspiredshow.com. So you just go to mominspiredshow.com and then you just click where there's a subscribe button. You put your name and your email and hit subscribe. That way, you are going to get every episode in your inbox with the show notes and the links. And I also have a travel tip every week in that email. So don't miss out on that because that way you don't have to remember, wait, when did she say that episode's coming out? And oh, wait, when is she airing it? It just magically appears in your inbox. And it's one less thing that you have to worry about. So make sure you go and do that. All right. So we're going to jump into this. The reason why I wanted to do a Disney Cruise episode is because I feel like Disney Cruise line is amazing. And I went last year and I felt like I got a lot of people saying like, oh my gosh, that's on my bucket list. I can't wait to do it. And they would ask me like, how was it? Was it worth it? And so I just wanted to do an episode where I can kind of talk about this stuff, you know, especially as a travel agent, and I can now help you with this and come alongside of you. Uh, But I wanted to give you a little bit of information so you could figure out if this is the right choice for you. Um, I had put out on Facebook and Instagram not that long ago asking a question about Disney Cruise Line. So this is what I said. Have you ever thought about going on a Disney cruise? I'm getting ready to do a podcast on the topic for those that have never been. What are some of the questions that you have or what is holding you back from booking one? So here are some of the questions you guys had. I would be interested to hear about how small and claustrophobic the rooms are and how good slash safe are the kids clubs. Also, how crowded are the pools? Another person said, I would like to know the benefits to doing a cruise versus a Disney resort for a Disney experience. Also, a cruise versus Disney Cruise Line. So a different cruise line versus Disney Cruise Line. And then also people would say, I don't know about the price. You know, is it too expensive? Can we afford this? Is it worth it? And then the last question I had was, what age do you think kids are too old to get the most out of this? And um, I I, I love all these questions. So I'm going to kind of just go through these. And then I want to go through my experience last year. So I went in 2017 when my kids were three and six, just to give you a gauge of my references. Okay. So going back to the first question, would it be interested in knowing how small and claustrophobic the rooms are? So if you've never been on a cruise, this is going to be hard because 
If you've never been on a cruise, you don't realize that the cruise rooms, they're called suites, are smaller than hotel rooms, right? They're on a ship, so they got to keep things tight. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna feel small, but in comparison to other cruise lines, I would say they're pretty equal. Generally, what you see is you see a bed, a pretty good size bed, okay, queen or a king size bed, and then you have a couch, and then you have a bed that comes out from the ceiling. Which let me tell you, that was my girl's highlight, one of the highlights of the trip, which is hilarious. I'm like, okay. We can probably try to figure this out somewhere else and not pay for a Disney Cruise Line ship. So um, it comes out of the ceiling. So it's like a bunk bed feeling. So it's like the bed turns into, I mean, the couch turns into a bed and then another bed comes from the ceiling and then you have a ladder. So that's really awesome. Now, if you have a family of five, then you're going to want an adjoining room um, because that way you have double the space. There are suites. So there are suites if you just want bigger space, like just more living space. But if you're looking for more beds, you would probably want to do the adjoining room. And so that way you have two doors that open up into each each of the rooms, right? So then you can kind of keep them propped open. So you can just go between the two. So that in itself helps with being claustrophobic, like just having two living spaces that you can kind of walk between. And so that is really great. And if you have a family of five, that is what you need to do. And so um, if you have a family of four, then you could decide if you really need to have a suite or if you need to have two rooms and spread it out. But in my opinion, you're not really in the rooms that much. Um, what I would actually recommend is to get a veranda, which is a balcony. Um, that gives you the feeling of not being so claustrophobic. It has a whole wall of being a window. And so that way you don't feel like you're just stuck in a cave or something like that, right? So that is my recommendation. If you feel a little bit like you're going to be claustrophobic, then you definitely need to get a veranda. So then that way you can step out onto the veranda breathe in some fresh air and not feel stuck. And I love the veranda anyways, because you can just sit out and drink coffee or you can have a glass of wine. It's just really great. And so, um, and the thing is too, some people might be like, oh my gosh, but what about the railing and the kids? Well, the railing is high up. I mean, and you're not going to ever let your kids out there without knowing, and you just lock the door, you know? So, um, so that is my su- suggestion for people if they kind of like are worried about that. But if you're really worried about that in general, then you kind of need to think about cruises altogether because you're going to run into that everywhere you go, right? Like the railings. I have never felt unsafe with the girls. So if that gives you an idea, but you are the only one who knows your children. So, but I just want to paint that picture that I've never felt worried about that. Okay. So that's kind of the claustrophobic situation and the size of the rooms. The next one is how good and safe are the kids club? I'm going to go into this in a minute because I'm going to go into more depth. So let's talk about how crowded are the pools. So with any cruise line, the pools are not humongous because they don't want all this body of water in the ship, right? Like if it just be splashing around. So you're not going to be finding like a humongous resort pool. There's only so much space. And so you have to know that that is going to be busy, especially when it's days at sea. Um, the Disney dream, and that's where that's the ship I went on for four nights and it's a Bahama cruise. Um, I should have said that at the beginning. I don't know why I didn't. So it's a four night Bahama cruise going out of Port Canaveral. And so 
It has the aqueduct, so it's a cool water slide, and then has a smaller slide uh, for the, just kids. And um, my oldest, Skyla, she loved the the smaller one actually. And then there's also an adult pool that's really quiet. So if your kids are in the kids club, I say go over to the adult pool where it's actually really quiet and calm. So that's what I have to say about um, crowded pools. So the other one is doing a cruise versus a Disney resort for a Disney experience. Okay, you guys, if you've never been to Disney World, then I feel like you need to go to Disney World. Okay, like they're very hard to compare. Disney Cruise Line does such an amazing job of making it feel like a Disney experience. I mean, they they have the theming down, they have the hospitality down, but it's not uh, it's not a park though, right? So if you are wanting to experience the rides and all that kind of stuff, then that is like, it's trying to compare apples and oranges. I will say though, what's awesome about Disney Cruise Line is they provide a three and four night cruises. So what I would do if you're interested is you do the resort for a couple days and the parks, and then you get on a cruise and relax from running around at the parks all day. (laughs) And if you've been to the Disney, if you've been to Disney World, you know what I'm referring to when I say, oh, this will be nice to relax, um, you know, relax and just take it easy from, you know, just doing the craziness of uh, Disney World, Disney World resorts with kids. But if you're just wanting to really experience Disney World and you've never been, I say give that a go first and then I would definitely do a Disney cruise later. But again, if you want to do both, they have the three to night three to four night cruises, and then you can pair it with the resorts. And that's called um, a land and sea package. So, um, and I definitely can help you out with that if that's something you're interested in. So one thing that I do say to people when people ask me the difference, though, I will say that I feel like it's so much easier to be more calm on a Disney cruise. It's not as stressful. And you still get all the characters. And you get the character meet and greet and you see the characters walking around the ship. I mean, the girl's favorite thing, one of the favorite things about the cruise line is seeing Goofy in his pajamas one morning. So just to give you an idea, okay, I feel like it's such it's a good vacation for parents too, not just the kids, the Disney cruise line. I feel like they get to really kind of let their hair down and feel relaxed and people are waiting on them and, you know, the food's taken care of and you get to go to shows and um, it's just, it's, it's just less stressful. So that, that's the easiest way for me to explain it. And, and I can totally go into more detail if you want to set up a call and we can chat about it. Okay. So then the next thing is people are asking about the price. So Disney Cruise Line is a little bit more money. And if, if your budget is tight, but you really want to go on a Disney cruise, what I would say is go on a three night, go on a four night. That's what we had to do. And then just go when it's not high season. So we went first week of May and it was amazing. And so is another cruise line possibly more expensive? Yeah. I mean, less expensive. It probably is. Um, And they are still good cruise line. Royal Caribbean has amazing cruise ships right now. I mean, their ships are amazing. But if you're looking for that Disney feel and that Disney hospitality and customer service, then you you have to go on a Disney cruise. So, um, so what I would just recommend, and I can totally help you price this out and quote and get a quote for you. Um, but going on a shorter cruise is going to help, and also not going during Christmas. You know, 
Christmas just spikes everything. So I feel like what people are doing when they're like, oh my gosh, this is so expensive. They're looking at seven night during Christmas. I mean, it's going to be crazy. But if you look at a lot of things, a lot of prices are super crazy during that time frame. Also, if you're looking at a seven night Alaska cruise, I mean, that's expensive. So you need to know what you're looking for. And that's where I come in and can give you my um, expertise. And that's where I bring my value is to help you so that you don't have to do all this research. Okay, the last thing I think, okay, when are kids too old to get the most out of it? Well, I'm going to jump into this when I'm talking about the kids club, because we're going to we're going to go through through the ages of all the kids club and um, just kind of talk about it um, and what that looks like. So going back to how good is the kids club and how safe is it? Well, the kids club is called the Oceaneers Club and it goes from three to 12 years old. So if you have kids under three, they would go into the nursery. Um, uh, That's for uh, all the babies and two-year-olds and it's an extra cost where when you start going into an Oceaneers Club and up, it's part of the cruise, which is awesome. So I felt like the kids were so safe and I thought it was just amazing. So they can do things from video games on a computer, watching movies, science projects, art projects. I just feel like there's like dance parties and they're playing games with them and there's like hula hoops and there's all these um, staff to help them out. And so you never feel like, they're just going to be abandoned in a corner. And so my girls were three and six, like I mentioned. And here is the kicker that I want to tell you guys is that Serena was, I don't feel like she was potty trained long enough for me to feel comfortable, if that makes sense. So they are not going to go in with your child and go into the stall and take care of them because they, that's, you know, they're just not going to do that because they don't want to have any lawsuits on their hands and stuff like that. So f- to protect themselves, they don't go into the bathrooms with the children. So the children have to be able to do everything. They have to be able to go in, lock the stall, unlock the stall, take their pants up and down, be able to wipe themselves, then be able to wash their hands. So if you are going to be stressed, kind of like I was like, oh my gosh, is Serena going to be able to do all of this? And then I felt bad for Skyla because I felt like Skyla then felt like she had to be responsible for Serena. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't foresee this happening. I want to just help you guys see this picture um, so that you know that if you have someone similar to what I'm explaining about Serena, you may want to hold off. So like if I could have, you know, rewound and did it differently, I would have gone when Serena was four. And so she's four now. And um, so I would have gone when she's four and I know she can handle everything. Or you go when they're younger and they, and you just pay the extra fee and put them in the nursery. I wanted the girls to be together though. So that was part of it, okay? So so you want to think about those things. And that's something that I can you know go over with you and we can strategize and figure out what are the ages of your kids? What groups would they be in? But I just felt like their Oceaneer Club was amazing. And let's talk about safety. They get these bands, so you have to register these bands, and then they get their picture taken, and then they take pictures of the parents. So then when you go to check them out, their picture comes up, and so does your picture and whoever else that you've registered for them to be picked up by, okay? So if they don't see your picture, they're not leaving with you. So I mean, to me, I felt so safe by that, and they're all like in the back. So it's kind of like... They're up front. These people are kind of like managing people going in and out. And then you have to stand in a line to check to, to 
to come get your kid to check them out. So they're doing all of that and they're in the back. So they're not even close to the front that they can even run out or whatever. So that's also where it feels safe. They're like way back into this like whole oasis that you can't even see. It's so cool. And so that right there, I kind of felt good that like no one's going to be like escaping and running out. The other thing too that I really liked is that they all have to wash their hands before they go in. And so they have this neat contraption that you just put your hands in and then you're washing and you're not even touching anything, which I think is so brilliant in in regards to keeping the germs down. So they go in with washing their hands. And so I feel like it's amazing. And so if you want to talk more about the safety and all that kind of stuff, I would love to, you know, just set up a time to chat with you about that. Okay. So Moving on to the next group, which is the tween group, okay? And that's called The Edge, um, and it's for 11 to 13-year-olds. And what's really cool about this group is that you can give them checkout privileges so that they can come and just meet up with you like in your room or for dinner or wherever. So you don't have to go, like if you're in the middle of something, you're like, oh, we got to go get them like the younger ones. You can just have them be able to do that, which is pretty cool. And then the next group is called Vibe and that's for 14 to 17 year olds. And so, you know, it's just a great place for them to meet other teenagers and hang out. And, you know, if they don't want to hang out with mom and dad all the time and they don't have to come to dinner, if that's okay with you guys. And it just gives them the freedom that they may want to have on a family vacation. So it's like you guys do things together, but then they also go and go hang out with their friends or their siblings if they're in the same grouping. So I will say, though, if you have an 18-year-old, they cannot go into the 14 and 17-year-old group. Um, so there's, you know, they just do that. They just don't feel like an 18-year-old should be around a 14-year-old and stuff like that. So if you're thinking, okay, um, I'm going to go on a cruise and my son just turned 18 the week before, he's not going to be able to go in that group. So you need to really be aware of that um, with all the groups that they can't go backwards into the younger group. Um, okay, so the next thing, I think I answered everyone's question um, with all the kids club and stuff like that. And I want to just kind of like go through a little bit um, about the staterooms. So the staterooms, I because I talked about the size and stuff like that. But one thing that Disney has that I don't think other cruise lines have is they kind of have like two, you can't call them bathrooms because there's not a toilet in each, but I'm going to paint you a picture. There's one room with the bathtub and a shower. And let me tell you, the fact that Disney has a bathtub is amazing. Okay, it's not a humongous bathtub, but most cruise lines only have showers just due to space. So the fact that you have kids that you need to give them baths is so amazing. And this is what I mean about Disney. They really just put the kids perspective and family perspective first. So you have one room that's a bathtub, a shower with a sink. So you can get ready in there or somebody could have a take, be taking a bath or whatnot. And, or a shower. And then you have a room that, with a toilet and a sink. So someone could be going to the bathroom and then other person could be doing their makeup or blow drying their hair. It's so amazing. Like, I can't even tell you how amazing this is. I thought that was the norm when I first went on to a cruise. Remember I told you that um, I went on a Disney cruise. Oh, maybe I didn't tell you this. Maybe I'm making things up. The Disney cruise was my first cruise I'd ever been on. And I thought that was the standard. And then I realized when I started going on Royal Caribbeans that that wasn't the standard, because I've been on a couple of Royal Caribbean, both a three night and then a seven night and, and you don't find bathtubs in there. So it's so amazing with families. And you think about like little kids that need to be in the bath, but then you can go brush your teeth and, and do all that other stuff in the other 
room with the toilet in the sink, or if you have a teenager and they take forever and they have to put their makeup on, they can be in one room, then somebody else can be in the other. It's so perfect and it's so great for families. So I just wanted to mention that. Also, they have dark curtains that they can pull. So all of you guys that are worried about like, is it going to be so bright or I have kids that need to sleep and they have to sleep with dark curtains or blackout drapes or naps. This is great. It makes it so dark and that my kids took naps so well and they were so tired from just doing so much stuff that they were conked out. And I mean, it's like pitch black in there, which is which is so great for some people that really need that. So I, I love that. So that was one of the great things about the rooms. One other thing too that I wanted to talk about is the island. So if you are interested in going in a Disney Cruise Line, they have something, they have a private island called Castaway Key. And it's their own private island. So um, if you're traveling in the Caribbean, you're going to stop there. And it has amazing food that is included in your package because it's their private island. So you don't have to pay for any food. Um, you also get soft drinks. So you don't find that on their cruise ships. Like uh, you know, Coke and all that kind of stuff is separate. Well, it's included um, in Disney Cruise Line, which can be dangerous if you're trying to not drink a lot of Coke or whatever. Um, but the only thing you have to pay for is alcohol, of course. So um, one amazing thing that I love about Castaway Key is you can snorkel and you can find hidden Mickeys in the water. And they just do such an amazing job of making the island so much fun. And there's an adult section only that you can go and, you know, lay out and just kind of be by yourself and be quiet um, if you just need to get away from everything. And then there's also like bike rentals so that you can ride around the island and just explore and you just feel safe because it's their private island. So the staff and you guys and everybody on the ship are the only people on the island. And what's also cool too is they have created like these barriers so that the water can't like come in easy. So it kind of makes it like a lagoon. So when you have small kids, though, it's not like waves are just like rushing up and knocking them over. So there's so much sand for the kids to just play in. My, my kids just played with sand and making sand castles and just playing in the shallow water for hours. I mean, that's so much fun. And then they have this huge like jungle gym type thing um, for the bigger kids to like jump into the water. We didn't even get to experience that. I mean, Sometimes I feel like you probably need two days on this private island because it's just so amazing. There's just so many great things just to do on this private island. So that is one of the other things too, when people say, is it worth it? And I would say being able to go on this private island is one of the reasons why it makes it so worth it. And so um, I think we're getting close to the end. I'm just trying to think what else would you guys might want to know that I can finish up on. Okay, so if you're not familiar with cruising, there is different styles of dining. There's some ships have like freestyle dining, um, but Disney, what they have is set dining. So it's either first or second. And the first is at 5.45 PM and the second is at eight. So how, why they do this? Because, you know, 5.45 can feel early for some and then eight can feel really late. But what they do is they have two shows each night. And so how it works is the first dining. So when they're eating, the second dining group is watching a show and then it's flipped. So for us, we picked the 545 because we had younger kids and I'm just like, they need to eat or they're going to melt down. So what we did is we went to dinner at 545 and then we would go to a really fun show that is totally kid friendly. That is the other thing. When you go on other cruise lines, the shows aren't always 
necessarily kid friendly. So you can know going into these shows that you can watch it and not have to worry that something's going to be inappropriate. And I just love that. So um, that's one thing that you have to think about too. Like, so if you have older kids, I would definitely recommend the 8 p.m. show. I mean, the 8 p.m. dining, and then you would see the show first. And then they also do other fun things like pirate night, which is so great. And they shoot off fireworks. I mean, it is so much fun. There is so many fun things that, I mean, I could just keep going on and on about this. Um, and this episode could end up being two hours long. So I'm just trying to work through this. Um, and then with the with the restaurants, there are three restaurants that are included and you get to rotate through all of them. So you don't just get stuck in one of the restaurants. And what is even better is that your wait staff that you start off with they rotate with you. So they are in, so whatever restaurant you're in, they're in there with you. So um, the first one is the Royal Palace, and this feels very royal, like Cinderella. Then there's Animator's Plate. And this is so kid-friendly, which I mean, all of them are kid-friendly, of course, but it's just so fun. It's just like, there's art palettes on the wall. And then Crush from Nemo is like talking to you on the wall. And it's just a lot of fun. And then the other one is Enchanted Garden. And this one just feels so dreamy. I don't know. It's just like there's ivy everywhere. And you feel you feel like you're in a garden. And what's really cool about having the same servers move with you is they learn what you like. So exa- for example, if you drink Coke, okay, they eventually will be like, have that Coke ready for you and say your wife or whatever, your husband doesn't eat gluten, but eats gluten-free bread. You'll notice there will be a basket of gluten-free rolls along with the gluten rolls. And then my kids, they weren't really wanting to eat the salad, but they love the cucumbers. So after the first time, they they realized that my girls always wanted cucumbers. So we would sit down and we would find that there would be sliced cucumbers with ranch dressing and waiting for the girls. I mean, it was just amazing. And that's what I mean. This is where it's like their customer service. It just shines. I mean, it's just, it's so amazing. So, and also too, like I was talking about with the gluten free stuff, like if you have allergies or if your kids have allergies, they are on top of this. I mean, they will make you feel so comfortable, like you won't feel like you're being high maintenance and they will make sure that you are taken care of. And so to the point that you can pre-order your meals and have and pick them up the next day for breakfast or lunch at the buffet so that you're all set and not having to worry like, oh, were their nuts touching that? Were their eggs touching that? Like you're just totally taken care of and you never feel like you're, you know, being high maintenance. And just making things hard for people. They are totally all about helping people be so happy with their vacation. I mean, that's what you're going there. You're you're going on vacation to be able to relax, especially as parents with kids with allergies. You don't want to be stressed, so you will feel so good about your experience. Um, okay, and then the other thing is there are two options for adult-only dining. So if you have grandparents that are coming with you or you want to put the kids in the club, um, you can go to Palo or Remy. And this is an extra charge. I think it's around $30 per person. So the food is included. And what you're paying for is just the atmosphere and the experience. And then you have to pay for alcohol. So it's more like a quiet, um, darker setting that feels more like date night. And you know, there's wine pairing and all that kind of stuff. So if you're just looking for a little something more than what you've already have gotten, this is a great opportunity for you to have some quality time with your spouse. Or if you've gone with some friends and you guys just want to go and have a great dinner together, this is definitely an option. So um, I also wanted to talk about seasickness. Um, One thing that you can do, I get seasick. 
I do can I can get seasickness and I didn't this time, but I wore the C bands and sometimes people um wear patches, but I always would recommend to you to have like kids dramamine, dramamine on and and then regular dramamine. And then I did b- bring C bands for the kids and Todd, just in case, um, but they didn't need to use it. I feel like I wore it just to be on the safe side. I've gotten sick on a trip before, and then, uh, but the majority of the time, I have not gotten sick. And that's where the veranda comes in handy. Let me tell you, if you can get outside and look to the horizon, that is totally going to help you. And my thing is, is if you can't afford the veranda, at least get a window in your room. Don't get an inside cabin, get an outside cabin so that you have a window so you can at least look outside. That is my biggest recommendation if you cannot afford a veranda. Um, So there's just some other things too. And then I'm going to be done. And then we can talk about this in person if you want to find out more. Um, One of the other things that I loved about Disney Cruise is they have these phones called Wave phones. And they only work on the ship. But what they can do is you can, if you had older kids, you could give them one of the wave phones and then they could contact you this way. But if you have little kids and they're in the kids club, this is how they're going to get a hold of you if your kids want to leave or if they want to go eat or if they or if they just need something. And so you're never like, well, how are they going to get a hold of me? Like, what am I going to do? This is where that comes in handy. And it's so perfect. So I just want to say, you guys, if you're considering it, I would highly recommend it. And I will help you figure out when is the best time to go uh, for your price point, and we can figure something out. I don't think you will ever regret going on a Disney Cruise Line. So you guys, we are almost at the end of the show, and I wanted to let you know that I have a freebie for you guys. So what it is, it's a packing list. It's 10 packing must-haves for your Disney cruise that you never even knew you needed. So in order to get that, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash 94 and enter in your name and your email and the list will magically appear in your inbox. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can follow me on Instagram at Amber Sandberg, or you can go to my Mom Inspired Show Facebook page and you can just leave me comments or ask me questions there. Or if you guys have any questions and you want to reach out to me not on social media, you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash contact. See you next week. 